I like Ryan Reynolds. He's a good. I got in an argument yesterday with my brother's girlfriend. She said that he's not an attractive man. What? I told her to get the fuck out of my house. And she's like, well, he's not the hottest. I'm like, I'll give you that. He's not the hottest, but he's an attractive man. No, he's not. Yeah. He's. But, I'm just attracted to his personality. Exactly. He And you know what's the funny. Well, it's a downfall, but it's also. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The downfall and the benefit of him is he's the same character every time. Everywhere. Like, besides um, Wolverine. In Wolverine, he's just... He doesn't talk. He just well, opens his it's eyes. because his mouth is sewn shut. <laughs> yeah. But you can see he's talking with his eyes. It's like... Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, my, how I was introduced to Ryan Reynolds was uh, Blade... Blade Trinity. I don't know if I know what that means. What? The Blade movies. It's like Marvel before Marvel. Never seen them. Sorry. What? you never seen Blade here? No, sir. You know what? I'm going to pull it up for you. Blade Trinity. Don't show me your history, Steve. Jesus. Uh, shut up. Oof. What a saucy man. Look at his muscles. Anyways, he's really funny in this one, too. He's funny in all of them. <clears throat> I'm like, 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 I like how he's got the same personality. Dwayne Johnson plays like three different characters, right? Plays the tough guy, plays the caring father, or he plays the pussy. There's like the only yeah. three things that he plays. Ryan Reynolds is just the same dude. You see him in a movie, you're going to be like, oh, this is going to be a great movie. I wonder if he's going to advertise his team, his uh, mobile, his, uh, whatever, his phone, phone company. I don't know. Maybe. What is it? What's his phone company? Like, is it Boost? Something mobile. That narrows it down. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, no, I said... Oh, he's, just, he's just funny. I can't... Yeah, okay. In, in here, it's... Um, the vampires are, like, asking him to, like, reveal information. He's, like, naming the ingredients off a cereal box. He's, like... Okay, okay, I'll tell you. The ingredients are this, 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 this. And he keeps getting hit every time. <laughs> he responds with a sar sarcastic notion. Anyways, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you for having me. You're most welcome. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, we're going to talk about guns. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> yeah, you should have just said like Deadpool. Deadpool has guns. 12 bullets. Oh, yeah, one for each of uh, his... And you're going to all have to share. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the three... Is it three guys or two guys that he shoots that goes through one and comes I think up it's, the other? I think it's three. He shoots, like, three <clears throat> in the head all lined up or something like that. Hmm, he has high-velocity bullets. 50 caliber. He, those weren't 50 calibers. They were Desert Eagles. They were... Were they? Or was he shooting nines? No, I'm pretty sure they're desert eagles. Okay. Keyboard, type, type, type. Deadpool pools pistols. Alright, you win. Deadpool seen dual wielding IWI Desert Eagles Mark 29. 
19. Whatever. That's I don't what... read Roman numerals. Oh, me either. I know 9. Okay, so <laughs> that is not... Anyways, okay. I'm dyslexic. <sighs> How much damage did Deadpool's... Oh, okay. Wow, he has DPS rating and fire rating. That's cute. They have 18 rounds in there? That's crazy. That I have no idea. I don't have Deaded Eagle, so I don't know much about them other than they're beautiful and they're fun to shoot. So, 50 cals. Mm -hmm, 50 AE. A big what? bullet. Yeah, I've shot in a 50 cal before. Uh, $8 a round back then. I think now it's $10 a round? Is it? Good grief. Yep. I've still got... My highest pistol caliber is a forty-five. That's that's still like eighty cents ish around. Is it what is ACP? Is that like I've seen forty five ACP forty five. I guess that's just. I think forty five ACP is just the full caliber, and people just shorten it to forty five. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not like a expert. I just have a lot of guns. It's like people asking. Uh, well, I got a seven six two by fifty one. I have a three oh eight. Yep. Let's see forty five. So they have they have another number seven six two I know uh, thirty nine but they have another one oh they have fifty four fifty four is the Mosin Nagants mm -hmm. but they have another one Ugh. oh what about this all the okay so ACP is just the same as a forty five but there's a forty five long Colt and a forty five ACP the forty five long Colt was meant is was the cowboy gun caliber for the Colt forty five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. What does that say? The 7.62 NATO are listed at nearly 2,800 feet per second. Some 223s go faster than that, though. 223s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the boxes, I don't remember the brand, but one of the boxes I had said it was like 3,600 feet per second. It's quick. I mean, when you get up there into rifle rounds, there's not a ton that it won't, that it won't go through. So, is that for, um, that's not, um, Steel Core, right? Steel Core is, like, I don't know. <laughs> you can't use Steel Cores in shooting ranges, that's all. No, because they're, like, armor-piercing rounds. Oh, that's right, so... It'll go through the building, through the neighbor's building, through the neighbor's neighbor's building. Not really, but it'll, it'll go a long ways before it stops. Okay. Some places are rated for it. Some places are not. Yeah. Uh, there's a shooting range in West Jordan that they, they sell green tip. And they told me I can't use their green tips on their range. I'm like, I don't shoot here. And they like got offended by it. But they're like, well, where do you go? And I said, I go to the desert. But they were like, and then I was like, well, why do you sell it if you won't let me shoot it at your range? That's the stupidest thing. Um. So. I mean, I get it. Make more money. But it. Wouldn't you want people to spend money at your range? So why not sell it and be able to shoot it so that way you make more money by having more ranges filled at one time? You know what I mean? That's legacy shooting range. Yeah. Sorry. Not, not, not sorry because it's a good place. It it's is a, a good, good place. place. I bought a few guns from there. Me too. Uh, their prices are... They're decent. decent. They're not the best. They're not the best, but I've found that they have a lot more available at times than other places. Yeah, they do. And uh, caliber rise. And wise, they always like, fill 
their stock always gets filtered. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how, where what? How many guns do you have now? I'm not telling the world that they're all under the underwater. Yeah, me too. But how many have you purchased? That it, whether they're underwater or not. So my first, um, the first pistol I ever, my first gun I ever bought was a Ruger Mark IV. Such a great gun. Um, the only yeah, I love it because it had all it met all the ergonomic needs I wanted. So like easy to, I was able to do the bolt catch with just my finger. So because you're a southpaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it has ambidextrous safety, it easy access, mag release, um, and all you have to do is push a button to break it down. Hmm. That's my favorite thing about it. I don't have a Mark IV. I've got their their sister, which is the Browning Buckmark. Very similar, That's but... That's another good one. But it's got two screws you got to take out, so it's not like a quick di- a quick disassemble. It's you got to pull some screws out. But it's just two. It's just two, but still, if you're in a in a pickle to get your shit fixed, you know, I'd rather have one button to take it apart and fix it than get my screwdriver out. Hold on. <laughs> uh, but it's still okay. Well, it's better than the Jimenez twenty two. That's true. So I also have a Jimenez twenty two. It's smaller than my hand. Uh huh. It's super cute. Is that the it? one that I think is useless? Yes, because it jams a lot. Yeah, okay. So the worst part about that one, I'll tell you about the bad part about the Mark IV, but the worst part about the breakdown for the Jimenez is you have to push down on the back part and put on some safety glasses because if you don't cover it, it launches the spring somewhere. It just launches it. It's That's like, the same thing with like taking your grip off your AR, though. you got to be careful with that spring. I lost the spring doing that. I was stopping the grip out on one oh, of my okay. ARs before I lost it in my boating accident. And uh, the spring just went. It. I have no. It's probably still my first apartment because I have no idea where it went. It's probably in Lake Powell. Yeah. Well, the spring. The spring is gone. I don't know where oh. the spring's at. The rifles. Yeah, it's it's gone in Lake Powell. Obviously. Such a sad thing. Such a. Yeah. But uh, the Jimenez twenty two is. I think it's good as a little fear gun. Like if you're gonna travel downtown. Oh sure. And, uh... I've got a couple little small ones. Like, I could put them... They're cute. They're Sorry, great. that was my ankle. It does that sometimes. I was wondering what... The, I thought you were just pop, popping it with your mouth. Popping my ankle with my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were chewing... Like, you know how people chew gum and they're... Yeah, but we've got a microphone, so I'm not trying to be annoying as hell. My ankles just pop sometimes. Okay. So, the annoying part about the Mark IV is taken apart like all taken apart guns are always ridiculous in some form of way but they have tiny parts like tiny springs mm-hmm. that are like vertical that goes inside the that goes inside the freaking mag the magwell yeah the magwell and then trying to get some of the springs inside the the trigger group is such a pain in the ass mm. so i've only ever disassembled one gun completely i had a i yeah, I had a, a Springfield XDS before the boating accident, and um, it was black, and it was fine. Like I, it was a good gun to have, but I wanted it to be special, <laughs> so I had to take the whole thing apart, and then I masked everything off that I didn't want painted. I painted it white, and then I did a, a hydro film on it and made it like a snow camo, 
mm-hmm. and then did a polyurethane finish on it, and then put a red dot on it. It's it's beautiful, but I could not for the life of me because it's got the it's got the grip safety. Mm-hmm. I could not for the life of me get that to re-engage, so I had to take it to the freaking the gunsmith, and they charged me forty bucks, and all they did was take it apart and put it back together. They just knew how to do it right. Apparently, I didn't. Missed the step. I I don't know how. I mean, I watched the YouTube video about 400 times because I'm like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. I'm doing everything wrong, but I'm doing everything right. I'm following the video and it didn't work, so it's fine. I was like 21. Okay. So, okay. you know, young, dumb mistakes. The I had to take down mine because the safety wasn't working, and then when you try to close it, it wasn't closing all the way. Huh. So, and... The trigger didn't work either for some reason. Even I think we're just proving to everybody that guns are bad. <laughs> yeah. They uh, just don't work when you want them to. Sometimes we're just trying to build our backs better. <laughs> uh, no. Gun... Have you ever had an accidental discharge? You can be honest. No, because... I, you paused. You hesitated. That means you lied. <laughs> no, I did not. L- the accidental discharge was still like within the frame of like where I was targeting, like in the desert, like where I was where where I was aiming. It was just I wasn't ready. But then um, I don't know. Accidentally just pulled the trigger towards what I was. Lo- I scoped myself in the process. Put a cool little uh, dent in my uh, forehead. Uh, I had a friend who, uh, this is a side story, this just reminded me. Somehow, I don't remember how, but he cut his eyelid and his eyeball actually fell out of his eye. Like, of his socket. Yeah. Because he's cut his eyelid, I don't remember how, but yeah. Don't don't scope yourself or you might be losing an eye. Hanging oh down there. God, I can't imagine. Freaking just dangling. Uh-huh. Was any blood leaking out? I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh. I just saw the stitches and the picture. Oh, God. I can't. But they put his eye back and it still works. Like, then that was like 17 years ago. Okay. So, I mean, his eye still works. He's gay now, but. (laughs) (laughs) It's because of the eye. (laughs) What is it? Playing with guns makes you gay. Yes. Join our team. It means you're happy in the old English. So, I had an accidental discharge. Um, and this is why I don't fuck with external hammers anymore. Yeah. Because I did not realize that it's supposed to stay cocked and locked. But, like, here's the thing. Here's the problem. The specific gun that I had, I'm not going to name them because fuck them. Um, it said you're supposed to decock it. And then put out a quarter cock that way it's still ready to fire but it doesn't snag on anything, right? And I've done it hundreds and maybe thousands of times before where I put the I put the bullet in the chamber and then, you know, carefully put the hammer down then quarter cock it and then put it in the holster and it's good. But one time, I still don't know what went wrong. My friend will tell you, oh, I know what went wrong. Shut up. You weren't. You didn't do it. I did. So he doesn't know what's wrong. <laughs> Okay. But, like, for some reason, when the hammer touched 
uh, I guess where the the pin is, it actually pushed it forward and shot and ignited the cartridge and it <laughs> went off. It was loud as shit. But I, uh, m my wife wanted me to sell the gun, so I sold the gun. Sits in my safe, but I don't. I'll still shoot it, but I don't conceal carry it anymore. Yeah, I I was I was about to buy a Kimber as my concealed. I love Kimbers. I was I was so tempted because everything about it I I loved it. However, when you're concealed carry sitting down, I hate ha I hate the hammer that's just it's just going up into my stomach. Mm -hmm. Or you appendix carry? I prefer to. It really depends. I'll do both. It just depends on what I'm wearing. I would like to wear, like, just a dress vest and just have it, like, as an under got, armpit. I've got one of those. I think that'd be kind of not cool. It's it's actually kind of annoying. Because, <laughs> like, the gun, it, you can't put your arms straight down. You gotta, like, the gun sits in between your bicep and your side. And so, like, your arms are kind of just out. And if you could see what I'm doing, if you're listening to this, like, they're out. Like this. <laughs> so... It almost looks like you have two casts on. You're like yeah, arms kind of broke. like yeah. Your arms are like at a forty-five or something. It's annoying. I mean, it's nice like when. Let's see, your wedding. I just carried it because I didn't care. But like other weddings, I've carried it because some people have requested that I don't carry a gun in at their wedding, and I don't care what they think, because it's my right in Utah to carry a gun wherever I want. There's within reason. There's religiously. There's only two buildings. That you can't carry it into, and that's the Presbyterian and the LDS church. Not me. Law enforcement can carry anywhere. And besides that, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be concealed carry anyways, concealed carry means shut the fuck up and you know exactly. don't tell anybody. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, the people that I know that they're like, they know me, they know. and they're like, you're not gonna carry a gun at our wedding. I said that's fine, and I still show up, but it's in that. You know, the vest, holster. I call it the over-the-shoulder holster. I don't know what the actual term is, but I still show up with it. It's got two extra mags just in case. Because here's the thing. If something were to happen and I used it and I stopped some threat or whatever, do you think the person whose wedding it was would be pissed at me? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. maybe, but hell. Your wife might be. <laughs> <laughs> So that that's the that's the one thing I really liked about my concealed carry class, is it talked about if you're going to be like in the mall for example, whatever you fire at, you better be hitting your target because once you you own every bullet yep, that leaves and, your gun, and you own you have to pay for whatever it hits. So if it like. Unless you get well, if, unless you get the con, whatever insurance concealed carry insurance well, whatever they call the, it. the you may not depending on the circumstance like say it's a mall shooting right and you empty seven rounds into the person and you miss one and it breaks a window the mall will probably just pay for it because you stopped whatever was gonna happen you know what I mean but if like potentially potentially if they were nice. Which you probably shouldn't expect them to. No, but Utah's a very understanding state. That's what I like about Utah. Uh, I don't really want to live here anymore, but because of the gun laws, I'm staying. So yeah. If they if they fuck with my gun laws, I'm leaving. Isn't it now legal here just to you can conceal carry without taking the concealed carry class? Yep. Yep. But that's uh, right to carry state. So. 
You don't need to have a concealed carry permit to conceal. Uh, I, I don't really agree with that just because in the concealed carry class, they kind of, I don't know where you went, but I've been to a couple because like when my friends go, I just go with because I think it's fun and I'm a nerd like that. Um, but it's nice to kind of hear what you can and can't do yes. and to get a refresher of the things that you can and can't do. And then the places where I've gone, they take you down to their range and let you shoot and like eight rounds to make sure that you are hitting your target, you know how to handle a gun and stuff like that. So like with the concealed carry class, no, it's not like training, but it's kind of like informative stuff that most people don't really know. Yeah. Uh, and talks about if you're going to have your firearm in an apartment or a hotel where if you're going to be opening it up from the case or whatever and mm. if it's the mags in it it's where we're you sh if you're going to be messing around with it where you should be aiming because mm -hmm. there's people down below you there's people on the side whatever mm -hmm. so like where's the best place to aim and they're like no here buy our product this is the little angle pointer where you can point your gun there and it won't penetrate through they what? offered they offered so they offered this little uh like eight not AR five hundred but this heavy steel corner piece that you can put in your hotel room and you aim at it and Bullshit. For real? Yeah, yeah they had that, that is so dumb. Um just make sure you aim it at a neighbor you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> joke. Uh, I liked it because um well, actually, I agree with you. I I believe people should be taking that class anyways. Yeah, I like my so my wife. She do, she doesn't have a concealed carry class. She has a couple guns that she takes with her when she drops the kids off at school. Um, at least when I'm not there, she says she takes it. I I don't know if she does or not, but she likes it because she doesn't have the time to go to the class. And she, I mean, I've told her everything she needs to know about concealing a gun because I've gone through the class enough times. But if it wasn't for me, she would have no idea what she can and can't do with the gun. Because I'm a nerd. I research gun stuff for fun. Like, I I don't know. I have fun with it. I, I make a day out of it. Like, I, I research. Let's see. When I bought, which gun was it? My CZ2075 Rami. I did about 40 hours of research on that gun before I bought it. Because I want to know the ins and outs. I want to know everything about the gun before I bought it. There, I do have a few that are impulse buys. <laughs> that I just walk them like, damn, that looks cool. Uh, Let me hold it. <laughs> Christensen, Christensen, Christensen arms. They're, bolt action. I don't have any of those, but they're nice. Oh, it. I'm, I, I'm so... That's your 22? What? That's your 22? No. Uh, Christensen arms, uh, bolt action. Uh, I wanted in a 308. Oh, I w I would love one. I thought you had one. No, every time I'm half tempted. So like I was gonna buy a Hawa. It was an American flag Hawa. Um, it was beautiful. Like it has, okay. already has a scope and everything, and it's um, made for long distance shooting. Anyways, so, uh, my wife and I we were at uh, Shields, and it was my birthday weekend, and I was like, "Can I? We go on vacations, right?" vacations gun that sits in closet for a while 
and shot maybe once or twice or none a year. <laughs> okay, vacation money. You need to just go with me because I like to go at least once a month. Oh, me too. Shield, I go to Shields because Shields is just like. Shields is a playground. <laughs> yeah. Us, oh, we uh, we try to find the most expensive gun too. Like most. Uh, See, my problem is though, if I look at the most expensive gun, I'll probably end up buying the most expensive gun. So I, I'm not allowed to look at the most expensive guns. I'm actually disappointed of some of the like most expensive gun there. So like, I really want a Henry. Hen, wait, just a Henry lever. Henry, anything, dude. Their guns are quality. Yes, they are. But they're expensive. No, they're not. Okay, they're five, five, six lever action. No, any any kind of rifle that I look at that I want is at least two thousand dollars. So Daniel Defense, Christensen, that Knights. Christensen's made in Utah, right? I think Christensen arms are made in Utah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I know that uh, Browning is Browning. Browning, uh, North American Arms. North American Arms sells. That's in Provo. That's uh-huh. the uh, Robinson Armament, which Robinson Armament doesn't have their XCRs in many places. They should, but they don't. Go ahead, take that. It's fine. I'm taking it. I'm just trying to be quiet. I've already. We've already made like a few like background noises. Let's see. Am I just stupid? <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, oh, that's another cool thing about um, concealed carry class. Is so let's, for example, if you're gonna take your gun on a plane, and you're heading to, uh, let's say, what's right next? What's the state right next to you? New York, Connecticut, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay, you're gonna go to Pennsylvania. I don't know if their laws are the same as New York's. Anyways. You're going to go to Pennsylvania, and for some reason they have to do a redirect flight, and they go into New York, mm-hmm. you're screwed. Yep. Because... You can you can get off the plane, but as soon as you get your gun, you're now a felon. Yeah. In that state. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. It's like... It's like the... It's, it's not you, it's them. Right. Well, it's the same with California. If you've got... Like, the gun that I carry, it holds uh, 13 in the magazine. If I take it with me to California or fly to California with it, automatic crime right there because they don't allow anything more than 10. And they need a fish handle. Fish handle. Wait, is it that just on the rifles? I think it might just be on the rifles. Yeah, fish handles. They're, so it's a fin they put on the, like your AR, uh-huh. like your grip, they put a, f- a shark fin on the back of it. So you can't grip it. What? That is so dumb. They've made alternative ones where they put like this little side plate on there, so you cup your, you cup your uh, grip. I'm gonna Google this real quick. Yeah, I call them. I don't know if they're called fish handles, but they're called. Let's that's see, California grips. AR magazine. No, not a magazine. I thought you said it was on grip. a magazine. It's a grip. Grip fin. Okay, here we go. That is the dumbest thing I have ever seen. Yeah. So, um, when I used to work for Rob Arm. It's um, called a fin grip. Yeah, fin grip. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, there, yeah, there's those. But then there's also the shark fin ones, where it's directly in the back. That is in the back. So, wait, those ones are the... Oh, guess you're right. Yeah. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So... What's the point of that? 
So you can't grip the gun? It makes honest people more honest. <laughs> don't, um, don't get me started on that topic. Okay. You know, it's... Okay, here's um, United Kingdom, the UK. They're... Uh-huh. Uh, they're so their policy is every time you pull the trigger, the mag pops out. Oh, so yeah. you have to slap the mag back in in order to fire again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Here's here's what I want to say about that. In other countries, taking away guns has worked, right? Like Australia, England, or whatever. Sweden, United Kingdom. No, Sweden. Oh. They give their they give their citizens guns. Okay. Oh no, that's Switzerland. My bad. No, Sweden. I don't know anything about Sweden. But for them, they didn't have as many guns per capita in their country like the United States does. So. Like mayor, our mayor just tried to do a gun buyback after a shooting. I don't remember what, which one, but they were like, "If you turn in your gun, we'll give you a fifty dollar gift card to Maverick." Yeah, I'm gonna turn in a six hundred dollar gun. Our governor did that. Our mayor. Our mayor. Oh, what? A dick. But they they got like six guns turned into them. I don't remember. Don't quote me on that. It wasn't a lot. They didn't get a lot turned into them, but. Honestly, do you expect if someone even two hundred bucks if they paid? I've got a couple two hundred dollar pistols. If you turn that in for a fifty dollar gift card, you're an idiot. Yeah, you just lost money. You could resell them easy. Well, they well, you could resell their them idea for more is money. if I sell it, it's still gonna be on the streets. So I'm gonna turn it in and do the right thing. Well, if you're responsible and you have it, then you're not doing anything wrong. I've got three three safes that I have all of them are locked up all of them are well actually one of them is not fireproof but the other two are fireproof but if you're responsible with your guns there's there's no issue the problem is the idiots out there that don't take any training that don't do any sort of research and they get a gun in their hands and they pull the trigger and they kill someone because they're stupid that's where the issues come from so we have a mutual friend that I showed him my pistol, and I was I, I just wanted to show it to him because I bought it brand new. Uh-huh. I show it to him, and the first thing he does when I hand it to him, he grabs it, he instantly pulls the trigger. Oh my hell! What a oh! Hold on, what? hold on. No, I'm not. I'm not. Don't say it, but text it to me. Okay. I want to know who it is because I'm never gonna let them touch my guns. So. Luckily, I didn't have the mag in. You know, my brother it, did the exact same thing. It's I, I can't tell if it's like Hollywood making people stupid or they're just stupid. Look at Ben Affleck. It's Hollywood making people stupid. And they're also just stupid. But my brother did the exact same thing. I was showing him one of one of my newer guns that I had purchased. And he grabs my 1911 because he really likes my 1911, which I'm cool with. I don't care. He didn't check it at all. He grabbed it and pulled the trigger. I was like, what if that sucker was loaded, dude? You would have put a hole in the floor. You'd killed one of my kids. I'll murder you if you kill my kid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that's violent, but if you pull the trigger in my house and it hits someone, you're probably dead. Yeah, that that's... And it ruins the house value. Yeah. Now there's gunpowder <laughs> everywhere. A hole I gotta fix. Lead. Some blood on the floor. Gosh. Ruin the carpet. 
so that uh, that's another thing too. Um, they recently changed the law when Trump was in office. So if you're on your property and somebody is stealing like your TV or something and they're running away, you can't shoot them if their back is. So here's the law, okay? If they are on your property committing a felony, like, well, it depends because it's got to be like, it's got to be like in your home. If they're in your home committing a felony, whether it's violent or not, you have authorization to kill them. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but that's just what the law says. It's situational. Sit Everything's situational. So like, say I'm in my shed, right? I'm doing some work on some stuff. Someone breaks into my shed. I don't know who they are. I didn't invite them in. I could kill them right there. But depending on the situation, would I? I don't know. If they break, if they jump my fence, they're trespassing. That's not a felony. If they if they brandish a knife or a gun, it's a felony. Because like, well, in a neighborhood, like there's kids always kicking a ball over the fence that happens, and they just want to grab their ball. So they yeah, them. knock on the door. So they just hurry and hop the fence, grab the ball, and hop back over. Well, they can't hop my fence. I've got, like, barbed wire on top of it, so. <laughs> um, isn't there a law with the porch, too? Like, so, I was told if you're sitting on, standing on your porch in there, I don't know the whole, I don't know what it was, but there was something about you can't shoot somebody from your porch, I guess. That's, what do you mean, like, if they're on your property? Yeah. Well, it's all situational. It depends on what they're doing, right? If they're burning down, say you've got like a, a camping trailer in the backyard and they're burning it down, the property value makes that a felony. So, and you, I mean, it's a, it, that your trailer is also considered a dwelling because you can live in it. So, I don't know, dude. Everything is so situational. And that's the thing that I hate. Like, the law is so black and white but it's also very gray very fluid very every it all just depends on and that's why there's this thing called case law where they've gone through that certain sick or certain circumstance and that for that circumstance the law is what it is because they've already ruled on it so it has to be the same so like in um now i just forgot the kid who shot the three people in like Minnesota or wherever it was. Was this the recent one? Yeah, I forgot his name. The Itali he was an Italian kid. No, 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 no. The one that crossed the state board. He had an AR. He just went to trial. They found him not guilty. What's it called? What was oh, his name? Oh, this is Son during Trump's time. This is a... Um, Son of a bitch. No, Rittenhouse. Yes, Kyle Rittenhouse. So because of what happened with him, if that exact same circumstance happens somewhere else, it has to be found... Not guilty because of case law. But it has to be, like, everything has to be exactly the same. Okay. So. Yeah, so. Like, so what really gets me, so I've been I've been reading up on, I just got rid of it, but, um, Biden's, Biden's against, uh, gun laws, the mm. fact sheet. And all of it is to... You know, enforce the law and whatnot, and make sure there's less violence and less crime and what, what have you. And I just saw a post earlier today that it was something against the police or something like that. I don't know what it was about. 
Everything's against the police. Every other week is defund the police. It's so annoying. Like, look at Chaz, dude. They proved that they have to have some sort of law and order up because they went up there and they just they destroyed themselves. Because no. they had nothing. Chaz and Chop. The yeah. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, they, they proved that you have to have some kind of law and order because without it, you can do whatever the hell you want and it's going to be, you know, like the dominant are going to take over. It's going to be survival of the fittest all over again. You know, I went there right after the raid. Was it bad? There's a lot of homeless. It was, it's, it was almost like zombie land. Like it was like a city full of tents. Oh, so, it was like Rio Grande down here. I've never been in Rio. Oh, yeah, 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 Rio Grande. Oh, now it's near where Black Rifle Coffee is uh, on 13th East, kind of near uh, the ballpark. That was another uh, homeless oh, yeah. homeless town. Right by uh, Smith's Ballpark? Yeah. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that. We saw that uh, a couple months ago. We went downtown, and uh, we were just having like a little staycation and we saw the tents and i was like we're gonna walk a different way <laughs> yeah what's sad what's sad is my my brain automatically wants to dehumanize the situation but then i realize that rent for a single bed is like 1400 and the minimum wage is still seven yeah but no one pays 725 like i'm so sick of the minimum wage bullshit no I one, don't. I don't hear too. Yeah. I, no one pays seven twenty five an hour anymore, and if they do, it's for a high school job that is for a high school kid. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think that that like no one. Everyone knows you can't live off of seven twenty five an hour, so no one pays seven twenty five. Yeah, an that's hour. a that. You're right. It is that's high school. Pay. Such bullshit. Well, like so, you can do it with fifteen. It's gonna it's gonna suck, and you have to make a lot of sacrifices. When I first got married, I lived in this apartment complex. And I worked, I was making eight bucks an hour and I worked two full-time jobs and a part-time job just to cover bills. It sucked, but I did it. So like, I, I really don't have a lot of sympathy for the people that are just lazy and want to make more money because they think they deserve it. Come on, unemployment. Don't get me started on unemployment. <laughs> oh, come on. My, all the college debt's being paid for now. No, that's so stupid. <clears throat> I Here's my take on it. You took out the debt. You knew it was going to cost a shit ton of money. You could have gone to community college and gotten a degree, but you wanted to go party and go to university. And I get it. Some people's situations are different. Like, uh, We both have a mutual friend that is very, very Democrat and very like, I think it's so dumb that they're not going to pay for my college. You decide to go do what you're going to do for a living you should pay that back. Yeah, no, I'm not competent. That's like, like, I like, it's like for welfare. I'm okay with welfare if it actually takes care of you. You're a person just going in and taking advantage. I have to compensate for you. Right. It's the same concept. I didn't, I don't want to pay for your college. That's on you. I don't. Well, and that the thing and is, I, I chose not to go to college. And I, I make enough money to, like, to support my family. I make enough money to put some bucks in the bank. I didn't go to college. Why should I have to pay for you to go to college just because you don't want to pay for yourself? I think it's horseshit. Because we went there for psychology and gender studies. And underwater basket weaving. That actually kind of sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Underwater basket weaving. How does that work? Do you suffocate doing that? I don't know. Just die. I've never Just done it. Die. <laughs> Just die. I'm not an expert in the weaving of baskets. Okay. All right. All right. All right. No. Um. So my bad. I didn't mean to bring up the 725. But God damn it, Steve. But then again, in hot. Yeah. I back in our day. Yeah, we, I, we sound old saying that. We're not even that old, damn it. Arlo, we are closer to 30 than 20. We're like the Jurassic Park kid with the raptor coming around the corner. <laughs> That's the, okay, yeah. sorry, I cut you off, 30. sorry. Oh, you're good. Now, back uh, in our day. Back in our day, 725, I was a soccer ref and I worked at Leatherby's. And I was only making seven twenty five, and then I jumped to Jiffy Lube making eight, and then after Jiffy Lube, I worked at a call center ten dollars. You just gotta keep moving. You and gotta that, improve. And, and it seems like, noticeably, that people have an inca are incapable of moving up, or and if they tr- if they do, they get crushed by society in some form way, and they and forget you, how to get back up. What I've noticed about the younger generation, like us and below is we are not one to put up with bullshit like they it was like the boomers they averaged one maybe two careers in their entire life because they just went to a job and they stuck with it regardless of what it was and they were just loyal to that employer but like the 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 more that we develop the more we realize it's not okay to work in a shitty work environment and so a lot of people aren't able to jump the ladder because they don't put up with all the corporate bullshit that you got to do to jump the ladder so they're stuck at the bottom and then they jump from job to job to job to job and they're just taking what they can get at that point i mean you worked at your job for a while you've jumped between companies but you've still done the same thing for a while yeah same with me i've done the same thing for a few years i've jumped between companies but we're getting better at what we do so we're making more money at it and that's the problem is that like you'll get someone that'll work at the movie theaters and make 12 bucks an hour. Then you get someone that'll jump over McDonald's and make 20 bucks an hour. Then you jump back to Burger King and make 18 bucks an hour. You're not really make like progressing anywhere. You're just jumping from whatever will pay the bills. That's why I'm very – and you are too. I'm very like very pro. Go to trade school. You know, If, you, if you're going to go to school and make good money like say like nurse, doctor, whatever – do it but if you're gonna go to school and do like economics and i don't i mean no offense if you got an economics degree i just i don't know what else is that what's out there with economics or like if you're gonna do like drawing or something there's not a lot to do with that degree and so you're stuck with this huge loan that you can't pay back and you got no money to show for it and I mean, you so you you can make a lot of money through art. You can, but you, you but just, it's hard you, though. It's really hard. Um, and you could, so economics people could take that through brokerage places. There's a few. Yeah, hard. and that was just the first word that came to my mind. So like, I have no nothing against if you have an economics degree. I just you I, just threw something out there. I threw something out there. So. Yeah, trade schools are a freaking way to go. Like, I didn't have to pay anything. Yeah. I have zero debt of school. I got paid to go to school. Yeah. I I never went to an actual school. I learned all the skills that I learned on how to build a house from building a house. 
There might be a couple that fall down when I was learning, <laughs> but that's fine. That's okay. The it's all it's it comes down to the inspector and the state inspector. Exactly. If they passed it, it's on them. If, yep, it's not on me. I missed a couple nails. That's their fault. It's okay. You're not a Home Home Depot. You're not a pickup from the Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my where, god! Where are we even going with this conversation? Um, how messed up our society is, and how uh-huh. you know one bad thing ruins the bunch, and how people complain about a lot of things when they need to start doing self less less complaining and more do trying to figure out fix things that they can fix uh, that's true you hit the nail on the head senor nail on the head head on the nail yeah yeah, yeah. never mind okay um so the thing the thing with like it's true one one event will ruin will ruin it for everyone like look at look at like all the all the the shootings versus the oh this is the other thing is the media like i don't know how you feel about the media corrupted okay then we're on the same page oh what no what the hell are you doing i don't know i want to well you got second wrong. yeah um with the media it, it they are very biased and yeah, they'll show a shooting that occurred where the dude that caused the shooting or that committed the shooting there was no quote-unquote red flags you know he bought the gun legally blah 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 blah. but they never show the ones where the gun was bought illegally the the guy was stopped by someone with a concealed carry permit they never show that shit mm-hmm. because it doesn't fit their narrative yep like look at the trolley square shooting that happened Gosh, I don't even remember when it happened. It was a while ago. Um, that was when we seventh grade. So my dad's friend got shot in that. Really? Yep. Like, did he die? I think he. I think he's still alive. He was the he was the first one to get shot in the entrance. Damn. What well, what a hero. So I'm googling it. Hold on. No, you're good. No, um. Two thousand seven. I was gonna say two thousand eight. Oh, so we were 6th grade, 7th grade, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Oh, but it was stopped by an off-duty law enforcement officer who was concealed carrying his gun. Mm -hmm. That's how it was stopped, but, I mean, it was broadcasted that way back then because it wasn't as corrupt as it is now. But because he was carrying a gun, he was able to stop that piece of shit from killing a lot more people like here's the problem this is my problem with gun control it doesn't fucking work look at chicago look at la look at new york city look at new orleans it doesn't fucking work you take away their guns you got people that are going to do whatever they want to do they're not going to listen to your damn gun laws and if they do they're going to find another way by you know a knife a bat whatever and people can't protect themselves gun control doesn't work you know the bump fire stocks after the uh, Vegas shooting, I had a lot of friends with bump fire stocks. I've gone shooting with them. We never killed anyone with them, but because of one time. One bad gone. apple. It's gone. Bunch. You know what's funny, too, is how convenient the cam- uh, camera's not working when things are going on that time. I know. It's almost like it was planned that way. Conspiracy! Black flag operation. You know, I always think that 
every time. Not trying to go into conspiracy theory or not, not a conspiracy theorist either. But you know, it's every time that a shooting like this happens for schools, like there's there's a but a bunch happens. How convenient for this 18 year old to have a over two thousand dollar Daniel defense rifle. How could that kid afford it? It's daddy's gun. Oh, did daddy lock it up? Yes, but I had the code. My kids have no idea what the codes are to my safes, and they never fucking will. I mean, to each his own, but if you're going to be a... I mean, okay, this is my take on it. If you're going to have be a father or, or a parent, and you have kids, particularly kids in high school and middle school, I don't think they should even have access code to the safe. Nope. Or the keys. I mean, they can acquire the keys without you knowing. They can go against your will or whatever. If you're not... So here's the thing. I've got one safe that doesn't have a combo. It's got a key. Mm -hmm. But my kids don't know where the key is. And inside that locked safe, I keep the keys to the other two safes that are combos. Just in case like the battery dies or whatever. I can still get into them. But my kids don't know where the keys are at. And they shouldn't know. They shouldn't know. Because it's not their... Like, actually, that's not true. My son has one gun. He's almost seven. He's got a gun that he doesn't get to touch when I'm not around. He doesn't get to mess around with it when I'm not around. I don't even care if my wife is home. He doesn't get to touch it if I'm not home. He doesn't get to shoot it with anyone but me. And he doesn't get to shoot it till I tell him he can't. Like, I'm teaching my son at a young age, because I've taken him shooting since he was four. I've been teaching him since he was four about gun safety and he's actually a pretty damn good shooter and he's almost seven yeah. it starts when you're young i started shooting when i was seven i didn't i was more like i wasn't like pro pro gun because i still was like scared of them and stuff until like i bought my first one but even then i bought a hunting rifle it was my first gun thinking that oh this is all that i need it was a bolt action 308 Mm -hmm. Yeah, great self-defense gun. I mean, but it was my first gun, and I didn't really think that anyone needed an AR-15 or anyone needed anything but a shotgun or whatever until you do research and start learning that guns do different things. My shotgun is meant for, is at least for me, my shotguns are meant for hunting, clay pigeon shooting, skeet shooting, whatever, right? My hunting rifle, meant for big game. My uh, AR is meant for plinking. And I also take it coyote hunting because the government doesn't like coyotes. And so they pay you money to bring in their, their ears. And what better way than put 30 rounds in a gun and go pop, 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 pop. Yeah. And there's something about sh whether you're against it or for it, it's super fun. I've actually had, I want to say, six or seven friends that were very anti-gun. And we would have debates and arguments all the time. And I said, all right, listen. Come with shooting with me once. If you hate it and you still think guns are stupid and evil and no one should own them, fine. We won't bring them up ever again. And guess what? We went shooting. Oh, that was actually a lot of fun. I guess they're not as bad as people think. It really comes down to y you as the individual. You're the bad. You're the good or the bad person. Like, guns don't go off unless someone pulls a trigger. Like that saying, guns don't kill people, people kill people. And it's true. Yes, guns are a tool that people use to kill people with, but so are knives, so are bats, so are hammers, so are hands. Swords! Such a beautiful collection. <laughs> but 
It's true. Like, more people are killed with knives than they are with guns. Um, knives in, in the Native, Native American reservations. Knives are the number one killer. Hmm. I did uh, not know that. Stabbings. Stabbings happen all the time. I'm going to say allegedly, so you can do your research and figure it out. Um, then, shoot. Um, ever since I watched, uh, what's that Keanu Reeves movie? John Wick? John Wick. He, where he, uh, kills a guy with a shot glass? Mm-hmm. Shot glass. <laughs> it's true. Oh, so you, you said shotgun used for hunting, too. But I was thinking about this. I'm like, wouldn't a short-barreled shotgun be the best defense for your house? In the sense. It depends. It depends on the layout of your house. So, if you're in an apartment, if you're in an apartment complex or a condo. Absolutely. Condo, yes. Because those little beads that don't have a high velocity, wouldn't they get just potentially, allegedly, stuck in the drywall? Mm -hmm. Instead of... They might go through one layer, and even if they break through the second layer, there's not going to be enough velocity to hurt someone else. Whether if then if you have like a twenty-two, or an, any cal caliber, excuse me, if you had any caliber, it'll go right through the sheetrock. Because sheetrock is so easy. All you have to do is maybe take your knife and hit it really hard. You don't even need to use your fist. Pull a Kyle, punch that drywall, <laughs> and a monster. Um, um, I, I think so. So in my house, I've got, I've put, uh, I've put a lock on my nightstand drawer and, uh, in my nightstand drawer, I keep four loaded pistols mainly because of storage, but I load them because I don't want to have to be fumbling for the loaded gun. So I load all four of them just that way. If something happens in the middle of the night, I grab my gun, grab the flashlight that's right next to it. And I just go, they're all hollow points that way. Cause I live in a house. So if it goes through the wall and goes through the sheetrock, goes through the plywood, not a big deal because it's not going to go much further than that. Because they're hollow points? Because they're hollow points. Okay. But I use hollow points because they're, they're going to they're gonna stop faster than a shotgun, depending on the shotgun. But like I've got a 9mm, I've got a 357, a 22 mag, and a 380. And they're all just they're loaded up and ready to go and i just grab one like it doesn't really matter to me um but i'll do it because one it's a pistol you can maneuver around the corners easier and two it'll hold more than a shotgun like a shotgun it'll probably do more damage than a pistol but the shotguns that i have are big and bulky so going around the corners in my house are not going to be yeah. very practical Perfecto. so I mean, you've seen the layout of my house. It's kind of like, you know, it's got skinny hallways. Like, it's if I've got to turn around quick, I have to drop the muzzle. You know, it's that's, it's, yeah. That's the whole point of SBRs too. I've got one. S that's SB fantastic. So SBR stands for short barreled rifle. If you don't know. And okay, let everyone know what does AR stand for? Armalite rifle. Armalite rifle. I swear to God, if you say it's an assault rifle, I'll kick your fucking teeth. There's one assault rifle that i know of in the mix and it's called the scar the special ops co combat assault rifle that's what it stands for um and it's made for the military it's not made for citizen use i mean you can buy them but they were designed for the military and the first Ger uh german automatic rifle yeah i don't remember that one that's why i said that i know of 
brought to you by the AK. For a great clean feeling. Kalishnikov. That's what AK stands for. So, you, like I, I told you, I used to work for Rob Arm. And um, the owner for Rob Arm, his name's Alex. Really cool dude. Um, I saw a picture with him and Kalishnikov. Really? Together. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That is cool. I was just like, you shook Kalishnikov's hand. Oh. I want to meet him now. So, this is a little shout-out, I guess. But I really like the Rob Arm XCRs, which they're like the Scar, but way cheaper in price. So, Scars go for like 8000 8, I know. Or more than, sorry, more than 2500 so XERs, exchangeable caliber rifles, they are ambidextrous and everything. All you have to do is push a button on the top to break it down. So you can pull out all the, the bolt. That's uh, like the SIG MPX. The sure. SIG MPX is similar to that. Or it's like the the Ruger Mark IV. You have to push a button, then you can pull out all the organs instantly. The bolt, the bolt catch... Sorry. The bolt firing pin and... Um, Whatever the car the carrier bolt firing the bolt carrier group the yeah, BCG the group. yep and then um, you can take out the barrel and put a different barrel on with just one screw mm -hmm. and so and so you can switch from a seven six two by thirty nine to five five six or that's, you can switch to a three hundred blackout or you could switch to a five four five that's what I love about ARs is you can just swap and do whatever the hell you want with them oh can you can do that with ARs. A lot of like them. in regards for calibers, a lot of them. Some of them, well, I guess it depends because you sh can't really go from like twenty two to like three oh eight or whatever. Right, and the XCRs were like that too. So you have like the L's, and then you have the M's. M's mm -hmm. are for the hunting higher yeah. calibers, and then L's are like five five six stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's cool. I and like it's it's nice because with an AR fifteen platform, you can potentially have one lower meaning the trigger and the and the grip it's not a handle it's a grip handle just, just throw that out there but you can have one trigger and grip you know um platform and then you can just throw different barrels and have different attachments and everything so you can just pull the two pins out throw a different barrel on or like have a competition just it, it just the options are endless and i love it i've got I mean, before the boating accident, I had six ARs, and they're fun and shit. Yeah, I I've, want I want another one. Two, two, three, uh, three hundred blackout, nine millimeter, twenty-two, twenty-two, and twelve gauge. So, for the listeners to know, and people who are uneducated, you can't put a five-five-six in a two-two-three. You can put a two-two-three in a five-five-six. Yes. So that's why you just go buy five a five five six rated. Well, if you buy a two two three wild, you can, because it's built different. Okay. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know there's different. So there's like two two three NATO, and but then there's two two three wild. Mm-hmm. The W Y L D E. It mm -hmm. just it's just it's different. I don't. I'm not an expert. Like I just know that it's different, <laughs> and you can shoot a five five six out of it. Probably not the best, but you can. I always, I've got five five six rifle, and I only ever buy two two three, because five five six burns hotter. 
Two two three doesn't. So it'll make your barrel will last longer with shooting two two three. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, because it's for the grain. Mm-hmm. Oh, but five five six is so much cheaper. Is it? It's only forty eight cents technically. Mm, if you know. get X Tac, I love X Tac. Because I usually buy Winchester or Federal. I do like Federal, but they're they're all like just more price here. You're pretty much paying uh, twenty cents more per round. It's quality. It shoots all the same. No, it doesn't. I know, I know. I'm just a cheap ass. That's fine. You're married. You're allowed to be a cheap ass. Yeah, and I just want to shoot stuff that's just good. I get it. For a while, when I was buying 45 ammo for my 1911, I couldn't find anything but like the clay tips. So I've got a shit ton of those. I'll shoot. It's like the the little. I think they call them target rounds. Oh, okay. Whether that's like red tip or whatever. But I've got a bunch of those that I don't shoot now because I've actually found brass. Or not brass, but lead tips, you know, so. I didn't know clay tips existed. I don't know if it's clay. I call it clay because it looks like clay because it's red. And it looks like I should I know be what able you're to, talking about. Okay. It looks like I should be able to take a bite out of it. So. I've never tried it, just disclaimer. But it looks like I should be able to. So I do not recommend steel bullets. Steel, any type wolf. I think the brand is wolf. I love wolf. Rush, Russian stuff. I love wolf, though. It is cool, though. The problem is it, it eats away. It just it wrecks you, the insides of your gun. Yeah. Faster. But with 300 Blackout, I couldn't find anything but wolf anywhere. I'm, like, even bef- like even after they banned Rush, the import of Russian ammunition, like... I still couldn't find anything but Russian ammo for a 300 blackout. And maybe I'm looking in the wrong spot, but they have it and it's cheap. And you, I mean, steel is different than brass because you can't reload steel, but I don't reload anyway, so I really don't care. Yeah, okay. I think it's okay to reload for the higher calibers. Steel? It, no, uh, no, not steel. So, like, you know, okay, so this is the one thing I hate about shields is they, they sell... Um, six five Creedmoor is the new thing now, but no, all they have is bullets that are not six five Creedmoor. They have like small selection of six five Creedmoor. Huh. But I don't have one, so I don't. Um, look. their ballistics are great, are a lot better than the others, allegedly. Allegedly. But you know what I like about three oh eight? It's only a dollar round. Depending on what you buy. So if you get the 762 by 51, uh, I can find it for about 80 cents a round. Yeah. If yeah. you get like Hornady's hunting right or hunting rounds where they've got like the tip that breaks away and whatever, it's like a dollar sixty. It's almost double. But you're going to use those for hunting. Right, and that's I've got a couple boxes that I don't use for targets on that one. I use those strictly for hunting because they're special. It's special. And yes, I eat what I kill. Just so you're aware. Unless it's a coyote, they're garbage. Yeah, you kind of just use their fur for whatever. Right. Yeah, allegedly. No, poach. It's okay, poach. With coyotes, it's fine. And same with jackrabbits. It's okay to poach with jackrabbits. Don't they breed like bunnies? (laughs) 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 Fun. 
Okay, so I was reading over the whitehouse.gov um, stuff against um, so Biden, what Biden wants towards guns. Uh-huh. There is one addressing SBRs and a lot of money. Two million dollars, eighty-five million dollars, two point five, twenty-five point one billion, et cetera, et cetera. I found it somewhere around here. I think it's number uh, public services, blah blah blah. Make it easier for states. The red flag law, blah blah blah. I think the red flag law is bullshit. What is the red flag law? It's where uh, you can report someone as like you don't think that they should have a gun and they'll throw a red flag on them until they can investigate so they can't do anything with a gun until they investigate and clear them or not so like think about especially in utah What's the all the divorcees and the ex-wives that are just for lack of a better term bitchy about their ex-husbands they can call and make a complaint and then they throw a red flag on him and then he can't purchase a gun until they clear him i think it's stupid I was looking up though. It, um, it, um, go ahead, go ahead. I'll find it. Red, f red flag law almost seems like one step forward into 1984. Uh, George Orwell, have you read that? Uh -uh. So George Orwell is pretty much like um, a surveillance state, where um, so they start changing the pronouns to all these words. You have all this basic. It's pretty much fascism and socialism mixed in. It's like Nazi Germany or communism. Okay. Anyways, you can report your neighbor, you're spied on the whole time, anything you talk about, and if you speak against the state, you're, and it's a felon, you pretty much are put in prison or killed. I think it's stupid. So, like, red flag, and then it seems like one little baby step towards that. Yeah. So, speaking of Nazi Germany, this is, this is my biggest concern about the second amendment right because we came here because we don't want to be told what to do that's why we left the united kingdom we didn't want to be told what to do but now we're the last and it's only been like the last you know eight to ten years we've been really okay with the government telling us what to do and now they're starting to implement more and more gun restrictions and whatever not like necessarily like they're saying you can't have it but they're making you get a tax stamp for everything that way they know that you've got it like i've got silencers or suppressors whatever you want to call them and they're taxed they know that i've got them the government knows that i have them you can get uh you can get a an automatic trigger kit but it's taxed and so they know that you've got it like there's enough out there like the restrictions aren't as much as people think but the loops you have to jump through to get whatever they've restricted is ridiculous like i waited for over a year for my first suppressor it's it was ridiculous but i've got it and i have to carry the tax stamp with me when i go shoot it because if i get stopped by local law enforcement i have to be able to prove that it's mine and that i bought it and that i'm the tax holder on it but in 1933 hitler disarmed the people it started removing especially from the jews started removing their gun carrying rights and in 1936 it was completely um what's the word like fulfilled i guess like they they can no longer carry guns in the state or the country and then look what happened like that's that's what started you disarm the people and then you're fucked 
Yep, just uh, they did that, or Mao Zedong did that to his people too. A lot of them died, and a lot of tigers died. Mm-hmm. A lot of farmers got killed. Their crops got destroyed because of wildlife. Um, the farmers needed their um, defense to keep the animals off. So millions of people died because the farmers had no def It's one thing. There's many reasons why. But farmers needed protection. Either the farmers died or um oh brain brain fart there there's well, a lot of reasons why but pretty much mounted the same thing and a lot of people died and the tigers went on the endangered seed species list well and my biggest thing is in our second amendment it specifically states to overthrow the government if they become corrupt mm -hmm. and the government's on its way to being corrupt like it's already i mean in my opinion it's already corrupt but, it's already corrupt but it's not the overthrow part according to the rest of the country but they take away the guns then we can't overthrow them and they can do whatever the fuck they want i think of red dawn i think of red dawn and then i think of uh atlas shrugged mm -hmm. even though atlas shrugged doesn't really have um much to do with it but it's just like a corrupt group that info it's well, look at north korea right you if they even hear you talking bad about kim jong-un or whatever the fuck his name is you're dead you get executed publicly mm -hmm. they don't have access to the internet they don't have phones they don't they get told where to work they get told who to marry they get told when they can and can't come out of their house and their people have no way to protect themselves like there's if you're really interested there's this ted talk that I watched of a girl who escaped from North Korea. Oh, uh... Did you see that? I watched the Joe Rogan one of her. Yeah, so it is fantastic. And she talks about everything that happened. And if Steve's nice, he'll link it in his podcast thingamajiggy. Um, but it's... She talks about the, the horrors of living in North Korea. Yon, Yami Park, if yeah. I pronounced her name right. Probably not. Anyway, she's the escaped. She escaped. She escaped somehow. Yeah. And, you know, you talk to people. I've got a lot of friends that came over here from Africa. And the amount that they're so humble because they came from having damn near nothing to being able to have anything that they want. And they're so shocked at the amount of things that people bitch and complain about because they have everything that they could ever want why are you complaining about this why are you complaining about that what and i'm not going to get into specifics because you know i don't want to hurt no one's feelings because we're a soft society now but wow get, get the fuck out of my house <laughs> no but like you know like i, I don't have any specifics because i'm stupid well, i can't remember shit but um there's like he like i've got a few of them and they they're just like why are they complaining about this like this is a nice place to live this is like yeah my job is hard labor but it's a lot better than running for my life at eight years old in a fucking jungle or wondering if you're gonna eat the next day right so it's not really a good persuasive thing to do because it kind of did not work with some people but it kind of did uh-huh is i've had like some friends that were suicidal and they're yeah they were pretty much gonna off themselves i'm like what do you wake up to every morning you wake up to a bed 
that's great. Some people in this world don't have a bed. You wake up to a roof over your head that keeps the water out, that keeps the the animals and the insects out. You have AC? Holy shit. You have a furnace? Holy shit. Right. You, you're going to go and take a shower the next morning? Some people don't even have fresh water. You have a fucking car? You have a car. Yeah. You have a car. You even have, if it works half the time, you still got half of a car. A refrigerator. Right. You don't have to sit there and use ice cubes or the river to keep your shit cold. Mm-hmm. Or in Scandinavia, they uh, bury, uh, their refrigeration was digging a hole in the ground. Exactly. The right. Yeah. Like, there's so many things that we take for granted. They're fresh food. We have eggs. We have... We're being able to have bread that you could preserve for more than two weeks or three weeks or maybe four. Canned food is a luxury. Mm-hmm. Well, and I guess I guess my point is, like... We have what we have because we're able to defend ourselves. Yes. Like the the flag literally stands for freedom. And it stands, you know, the red stripes stand for the blood that was spilt to get us our free nation. And people are spitting on it. They're burning that damn flag. Like, I, it pisses me off. I fly a flag at my house every single day. Because I, I am. I'm proud of being American. I really am. And it really pisses me off when people take what we have for granted and they're like oh guns are bad guns are bad you know what you can have your fucking opinion i really don't care freedom of speech freedom of speech and that's the thing the second amendment protects your freedom of speech you take away your guns the next thing to go is your freedom of speech uh no we only speak gender neutral here i i'm non-binary you have to call me by nine bot nine dude i've seen the weirdest fucking pronouns lately like it's pulling up on tiktok and it's like i don't even know nim near i'm like just say they say it like i really don't care at this point if you get a chance i really think you should like during work or whatever listen listen to 1984 by george orwell you're gonna have to remind me you know i've got short-term memory loss if you didn't text me like three times about coming here i probably would have forgot okay I love well, you, but my brain's fried. <laughs> yeah, I keep yawning. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have forgot, but... I wouldn't have forgot either. I was looking forward to seeing you. No, uh... Seriously, the, that book is... There's a lot of stuff that's happening now that's happening in there. Here, I here I got a list for you. Here. A so list of things to listen to? No, 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 no. So, I saved this from high school because I know they had re-edit history through the internet. But this Uh is Communism 1963. Oh, shit, yeah. And this is the list that the communists were going to do to America. Okay. One, U.S. acceptance of coexistence as the only alternative to atomic war. So, like, the U.S. and and Russia exist together to Uh avoid... Two, U.S. willingness to capitulate in preference to engaging in atomic war. Surrender without a fight. Uh, three, develop the illusion that total disarmament of the United States would be a demonstration of moral strength. That's uh, what we're just talking about now. Four, permit free trade between all nations regardless of communist affiliation and regardless of whether or not items could be used for war. Mm-hmm. We we just sold um, <clears throat> armaments towards Ukraine, but Ukraine has always been a back and forth 
Soviet satellite state, or the Whites, as the, they would call in the 1920s. Damn, look at this one. Number 18, gain control of all student newspapers. Huh, shocker. 20, infiltrate the press. Done. Done. Jesus, yeah, it's like, it's already happening. Debunking the, the economy, de debauching, debauching the currency, capture both, or sorry, capture one or both political parties, that's in there. Mm-hmm. They are captured. Brought to you by the Democratic Party. Brought Republican to you by team. Carl's Jr. For a great clean feeling. No matter what. You know what? I, I wish. I wish our part. Our we. I wish we didn't have a two-party system. It's, well, it's technically, just like it's the, three. What's the no, third one? Not being part of the other two. Oh, nah. Yeah. I don't remember what they call it, but they ask like, "Are you Republican, Democrat, or like in?" individual words i don't remember what you've watched avatar the last airbender right like the cartoon yeah no what the fuck i don't wow now you should get the fuck out of my house <laughs> i i know what he is he's got the little arrow on his head yeah so and he does the weird thing with his hands and goes hiya he doesn't do hiya but um, he's no he's mind. the master of all four elements like fire earth water air Anyways, that's how like we sh our president really should be. Is, like, we should the probably stop shaking the papers. <laughs> the master of all four political parties. It shouldn't be just one because then that just like it's like a pendulum that's always kind of rocking back. Do you want some candy? No. Quit eating my gum. No. Quit eating. I opened it this time. No. Oh, whatever. Anyway, by the way, I still have your little spray hand sanitizer at my house. I from, left that there. Yeah, from like two years ago. I want that. I keep forgetting. I see it in my garage every single time that I go out there. I'm like, oh, I should probably get that back. And I saw it as I got in my car. I'm like, I should probably bring that. And then I went inside to grab something. You came forgot. back out and I forgot. That's okay. I understand. Anywho. Oh. I had something that I was going to say, and I don't... Let me look through my notes real quick. Okay. Mm. You sent me a list of things to talk about. Oh, I'm getting a massage tomorrow. Yay. Ooh, here you go. Wait, they regulate five-round mags, too? Or oh, I thought it was ten. Well, California's five-round. Okay, let's Is stop. pistol five-round and ARs are ten? California... Magazine restriction. Restrictions. It is the order Thursday. Ten bullets. No more than ten. Oh, is it ten? Wow. Holy oh. Can I own a fifteen round? No, you cannot. Cough section. Blah blah blah. Signing California possession magazine that holds over ten rounds is unlawful. So it is ten rounds. So here's the thing that I like about Utah. And if you don't like our gun laws here in Utah, get the fuck out. Don't ruin it for the rest of us is even stuff that's like banned quote-unquote banned you know you can still get one through the tax stamp you can get a fully automatic rifle if you get a tax stamp the only thing that like it was like 1986 or something when clinton signed that into effect 1986 is it 86 so i think reagan who's i thought it was clinton that signed it in maybe i'm wrong anyways before that certain year you can 
like they had to grandfather it in. Reagan. I was right. Bef- so what was it? Eighty six. Pretty sure it was eighty six. The go- which like the go- like which which president uh, outlawed automatic rifles? Um, I think that's Reagan. Was it Reagan? Outlawed weed. Also, <laughs> Matic rifles. Rilfies. Nineteen ninety four. Was it ninety four? So that's that's uh that's um Clinton. So I was right about the president, not the year. Anyways, before like ninety four or whatever. Now the, I think the year. Anyways, that's irrelevant. But before a certain year, they had to grandfather the the automatic rifles in. So you can. I think it was eighty six. You can buy an automatic rifle as long as it was manufactured before that specific year. Yeah. They're hard to find, and if you find one, they're a shit ton of money. But you can, I can buy a fully automatic gun that was that was built yesterday, as long as I go through the tax stamp. And the tax stamp, it's like a background check, but they go way more into detail in your life. Yes, and it takes so like like they say on average, it used to be on average about nine months. Now they're saying like fifteen months. I was about to say for suppressors and uh, SBRs, they take forever. Yeah, mine was over a year for my first so, one. My second one was about. Nine months. So right here, um, on number number one on the White House gov, this is um, Biden's gun policy. Uh-huh. And number one says the Justice Department issued a final rule to rein in the Prolif- proliferation of ghost guns, which are un. Serialized. Unserialized, privately made firearms that are increasingly being recovered at crime scenes. Right. Their definition of ghost gun, from the beginning, it's changed because they've kind of figured out that a ghost gun isn't just a 3D printed gun. I've, I can make a ghost gun, according to them, it's a ghost gun, but I, it's like a single shot shotgun from Home Depot for about 20 bucks. You can buy the stuff to do it. It's not hard. You can build a suppressor for 15 bucks it doesn't last very long it's not as effective but you can build one that's the thing is you can ban as much shit as you want but the people that are hurting for money and want to protect their family they're going to do what they have to do whether it's legal or not the criminals that want to go and they're already committing crimes why not throw murder on top of there they're going to do whatever they want anyways exactly Your your laws are the laws are meant to be broken in their eyes. They're going to be broken. Right. I mean, eyes. look at look at speed limit laws. How many of us speed? Every single one of us. If you say you don't, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> I go in the right lane. <laughs> yeah, if you don't, oh. get off the road. But seriously, like, they ha- say speed limit 40. He's going to get you anyways. So be good. Don't be dumb. Anyways, go on. But, um... Like, you know... I know a lot of people that won't give a ticket that won't give a ticket if you're going five over I mean if you unless you're highway patrol because they just hate everybody but no one everyone speeds and you can actually get a ticket if you are slowing down if you're going like say you're going 70 everyone else is going 75 80 miles an hour you can actually get a ticket for impeding traffic yeah you can going 70 but my point is, is the law is there, but people break it all the time. 
Yeah. Same thing with, you know, stealing and theft and whatever. Like, stealing is theft, but there's different types. But I'm just saying, they all get broken. That's why we have prison. That's why we have jail. And rehabilitation. And rehabilitation for the junkies. Jimmy the Junkie, back in rehab. See, that's... So, when I went to um, Seattle, when I went to Hawaii, when you go to... Well, anywhere. Oh, uh, sorry. North Salt Lake. I used to... I, I ran a job site in North Salt Lake. And I call them zombies for a reason. Because they always walk around, they're like... Mm-hmm. They, like, they're missing their teeth, they're talking to themselves. Meth mouth. Meth mouth. <laughs> they're Mexican american <laughs> Anyways, um... Where was I going with this? Sorry, zombies. No, I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> the point is, laws are going to be broken. So, you can throw as many gun laws on there as you want. Uh, if I still had my guns... I wouldn't get rid of them if they threw a gun law on there that made my gun illegal. I guarantee I wouldn't get rid of it. Would I get a tax stamp? That's the right thing to do. The answer I'm going to give you is yes, I would. But we all know the real answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, get, I get what they're trying to get at with trying to make things safer and whatnot. But, like, what, it, what really blows my mind is particularly in, like, the school shootings. There's a lot. There's mm -hmm. a lot of school shootings. And they're talking about arming the teachers, which I agree. I agree with, but at the same but time, also, they're not trained. They're not security. They're, they're not, you know... They're, they're meant there to teach kids, not... I mean, they do protect the kids, but they're not right. protecting the kids. Right, and you know, it's funny, because I remember when we were growing up, we had so many earthquake drills, we had so many, you know, like, natural disaster drills, and that never happened when we were kids. We actually have an earthquake, and no one knew what the hell to do because they stopped doing earthquake drills. They do shoot like shooting drills. We did have the shooting drills. I do. I don't remember the shooting drills. So, my teacher actually, some of us got pissed because during the shoot uh, when we had a shooting drill. So, there's the door, and then on. So the classrooms are designed so, um, if the shooter comes in. They can't see on the other side of the wall, uh -huh. on the left side most of the time. It's like an L shape, so it's like there's a big. That's where the kids were supposed to be. So it looks like the, yeah, um, the classroom. Nobody's in there. Well, now they have just the black piece of parchment that most teachers stick in their window, which is great. Um, but what what was stupid like during um, the shooting uh, shooting uh, drill was. When we hide off the side, kids are on their phones, and some of them are going off. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, phone. I remember that. Like they're like they're either getting like some text, and you hear ding ding, and I'm like fucking idiots are gonna get me killed. I actually do remember that. I was in, I think I was a senior in high school. We had an active shooter drill, and we were all sitting in the corner, and there were a couple of kids that were just texting on their phone, and the teacher got so pissed. He actually took the phone, and I'm not gonna say what he did with it. But that kid never got that phone back. He turned it into the parents, and the parents took it forever. Yeah, and not not just because of the sound, but, like, the brightness, too. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Like, my... I think for some... Like, I, I kind of said earlier, I think gun laws are... They work if you don't have the amount of guns that we have in America. 
and the amount of guns that we get imported, and the amount of guns that we export to other countries. Like, with Australia, they had that massacre in 1996, and they banned guns, and they haven't had a massacre since, and it worked for them. You can still buy their gun. You can still have a gun in Australia illegally, but it costs about $30,000 because Australia's government is different than ours, and they actually went through house-to-house and, house and confiscated the guns. In America, that would never fly because we've got the Second Amendment. And Australia is also a prison planet, and they're very suppressive. Like during the COVID time? Holy shit. I'm, I'm just saying... For them, it worked. For us, I think we're too far gone with the amount of guns that we have, especially in Utah. I think I read a study, and it's probably more since I read it because this was a few years ago. It was like for the rest of the country, there's on average one gun for every hundred people. And in Utah, there's 101 guns for every hundred people. Something like that. But I'm sure it's gone up by now because... I think back of... Obama's speech, because he, he, his gun policy is like, if I remember him correctly, he said, we're not going to take your guns away. That's a lot of work, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Like, there's way too many guns for us to confiscate anyways. Well, and at least in Utah, and there's a few states that do this. I think there's four or six states total that don't make you register your guns, and Utah's one of them. None of my guns are registered. I'm sure... None of the guns that you have are registered. Okay. Um, All it means is that the government, they know that we bought them because we've got a, the sales thingy, whatever, but the serial number and stuff they don't have. Yeah, so the only way they acquire the serial number is from the manufacturer, um, their sales order, they send that serial number towards... The, uh, the supplier, or mm -hmm. which is like Cal's Ranch or Shields or whatever. Right. And they have to document which serial number they have. So if they have to do an investigation, right, they go. And they then, have to go through like one or two steps. Well, and then they keep a bill of sale that has the serial number on it, but it's not registered to you. I mean, unless you use a debit card, then they can see your name on it. But it's just it's it's one of the ways that Utah protects us. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but with my guns, I've got the serial numbers and the year, or not the year, but the make and model caliber serial number all written down and stored in a private place. That way, if one of the guns does get stolen, I can report it as stolen. Because I guarantee you, the first thing they're going to do is either saw off the serial number, which is a felony, or they don't saw off the serial number, but it's reported stolen. So they pick up, they use it in a crime, the gun's left there or whatever, they pick it up, it can't be traced back to me because I reported it stolen. That's what serial numbers are for. To protect you and to, in order to track if any criminal crime does happen. Mm -hmm. And if they do require me to register, like if they make a law that says you need to register your guns, fine. It also makes it easier for the manufacturer to say, oh yeah, that, those are OGs. Yeah. Well, and the, the downside to registering, in my opinion, is that then the government knows what you've got. They can say when you bought it, and then they can say, we know you've got it, We give it to us, if they decide to do a confiscation. So what what sucks, well, what's kind of funny, is they already do that with everything else that we, we if you're linked with a credit union or bank, or you did TurboTax, or you had anything to do with your social security, like getting a credit card, or like 
like so TurboTax has a program called Mint. Okay. And if it's telling me, it's like, hey, you know you're spending more than you're making? I'm like, oh, I did not know that. How do you know that? Or you want to see what your credit score looks like now? Or, hey, we, we noticed you've been spending this, this, this. Hmm. Like, it tells me everything. It tells me, like, my net worth and how much debt I have in total. How much are you worth? $12. One million dollars. <laughs> no, um, that's cool though. But it's the and it's if you want to get fantasy wise, it's the Eye of Sauron. Mm. Google's the Eye of Sauron. They're always watching. Always watching, which is scary, kind of. So, but think about it. Or I mean, <clears throat> I've got cameras all over my house. See? I'm always watching. Like, I, I can go back to... Like, I actually had the cops knock on my door once because there was a car accident happened right outside my house. I didn't hear it because I wasn't... I, don't, I guess I just don't care. But I didn't hear it, and they knocked on the door. I'm like, shit, the cops are here. Like, even if it's, like, nothing bad, you're like, fuck, why are the cops here, you know? What did I do? Yeah, exactly. You're like, I know, I didn't just hit my wife. <laughs> but... Uh, and they just said, hey, we noticed you have cameras... Would you mind looking and see if you caught it on, on film and see what happened? Because it was a hit and run. And so I caught it on camera. And the license plate was, or partial plate was visible. And as far as I know, they were able to get the dude that hit and ran. Good. Hitted, hitted and runned. I've been hitted and runned. I've been hitted and runned too. It's annoying. It makes, it, well, mine was bizarre. They decided to leave a collision repair card on my. On my windshield, but they didn't leave any number or anything. That was nice of them. Yeah. So I called the collision pair. I'm like, did you guys hit my car? I'm like, no, no, we did not. That was stupid for me to ask, but like, I don't know. I was pissed. I was so pissed. See, there. I feel like we've gone way off topic again. But I don't remember where. <laughs> <laughs> Getting hit and ran. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, the government's watching. Yeah. All the so, time. So, 1984, they talk, about it, they talk about Big Brother. And Big Brother represents, like, the government or the someone who's always watching you. Uh-huh. And so, whatever, it's like Nor describing North Korea. If you speak against the state, you're in trouble. It's like Horton Hears a Who. Not Horton Hears a Who. What's the other one? The Lorax. It's like the Lorax. Never seen it. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's the orange guy, right? With the beard? Yes. It's Danny DeVito. Is it? It's Danny DeVito. Oh, I've watched it once and I didn't understand anything I was watching. I was like, Watch what? it two more times. You'll be fine. <laughs> two more times? Well, you gotta get the songs down. Oh. No. No. I'm gonna... Oh, you know, I really like... I like doing the little Munchkin song from uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> That's domestic violence. You hit me. Uh, yeah. With so your you fucking gorilla hands. You can sue me. I don't have gorilla hands. I have old man hands. <laughs> I might sue you unless you feed me. I did feed you. I gave you Again. ramen. I gave you ramen. Again. Was that ramen good? Did you enjoy that? It was pretty good. 
I just can't get the garlic taste out of my mouth. That's why I'm chewing your gum. So the flavor was black garlic, like the packet and whatnot. I don't see color, so I don't know. Can you see this? <laughs> Ball gazer. Anyways, um, and then I threw um, minced garlic in it. That's good. And then hoisin sauce, and then some soy sauce. He's going fast. See? Speed limits. Right. They don't follow him. Oh, there was a list I saw uh, a few days ago about the top 10 cars that get pulled over for speeding. Uh huh. One's a Subaru, one's. Not your Subaru. Not mine. No, it's a WRX. Yeah, your Subaru is like a mom car. No, it's the lesbian car. <laughs> get in, Karen. We're going shopping. No, my car's. Oh, I saw, dude. I live in Sugar House. I yeah, wear it's such a I hippie wear car. plaid. I microdose. I have a dog. I wear goes. skinny jeans so my balls don't develop. Do you have vegan coffee? Do you have vegan meat? I use keto. Anyway, so you got the Subaru is number one. Uh, Subaru WRX is number one. Number fifth, I think number ten was um, the. Hyundai Veloster. Huh. Interesting. There's a whole bunch on the, uh, Camaros are on, on their... Uh, what's the other... What's I've what? seen too many uh, motorcycle fleeing videos to make me think that motorcycles are on that list. They're probably not, huh? No, they're not. No, I think there is... It's a... Uh, Harley. Is it just... Oh, it's a Harley? I think it's a Harley well, or cause all, BMW. All the, all the videos that I've seen are just like bullet bikes style th that run from cops i think it's like the bmw one i might be wrong don't quote me i don't know i just work here man i just work here I just... i'm not even getting paid to be here what the fuck i gave you food <laughs> that you know back then food like something like that was seven dollars now it's 12 pay up bitch i'll pay with my finger Oof. Don't tempt me with a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I have anything else to add other than like guns are good. Would, if you don't believe me, you're an idiot. Go out and shoot a gun at least once in your life. Do oh, empty a magazine yeah. like just fucking rapid fire. That shit's funner than hell. Okay, yeah, that's the, so. We did have a mutual friend that hated guns and was anti-gun, but never shot a gun before. Isn't that mind blowing? That's fantastic. People who have, who hate guns or against guns, a lot of them, the majority, for some reason, have never shot one. My favorite is I know a person that is she's very pro gun, and I'll hand her a gun and like because she wants to hold it and everything. I unload it first before I give it to her, and she places her finger directly on the trigger. It drives me absolutely insane. You no trigger discipline. Like I don't care. It's uncomfortable at first if you're learning trigger discipline because your finger's not meant to go yeah. that high up. But after a while, it becomes natural, and f pulling the trigger feels unnatural, unless you train a lot. Yeah, I understand. See, okay. Step one, ladies and gentlemen. If I hand you a gun, I'm going to inspect it. I keep my finger off to the side, away from the trigger. Do never aim. Doesn't matter if it's loaded, unloaded, or it's, you know, whatever. Don't ever aim it at anybody. 
Why? As you point it right at my face. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He didn't did. do that. Yes, I did. I'm sorry. Anyways, you look down the barrel. Once you're cocking it back, make sure that there's no bullet in the chamber. Uh, no cartridge in the no, chamber. No cartridge in the We're chamber. We're going to use proper terms, damn it. You know what? When you hand it to me, I'm going to press the mag release and pull out the, pull out the magazine. Unless I do it first. I'm going to... Well, I'm going to do it anyways because, I don't know. You're going to wear out my button? I don't, if, yes. <laughs> Two, I'm going to cock it back and make sure there's no bullet in the chamber. Even though we removed the magazine, but there could have been one in the chamber anyways because, you know, always and then, be ready. Regardless, if you know that the gun's empty and you've inspected it and, like, I just saw Steve empty it, I'm still going to do it myself because, I mean, hell, there might have been a little fly that put I, in there. Yeah, I could have slipped it in. Um, even if you're, you know it's empty, you still don't point at anyone and pull the trigger. Like, I'm going to point it at the wall where there's no one living next to. And discharge. And discharge. Ha! <laughs> uh, second, all the guns are different. So you have lever action, you have pump action, you have hammer. Takedown's different Rear. on every gun. Yep. And some guns don't have a safety, so don't be fucking dumb. Uh, this one does. Uh, that gun has a safety, yes. So some gun, some some young guns, some young guys, some young guns have uh, their safety is just what do you call it? The grip, the, the grip safety, grip safety, where it's like a little compression in the back. I'm reloading it. Okay. So don't touch it. Okay, I'm not gonna touch. Boo. Anywho, um, your wife's gonna come in here and kill me. So. Hammers? No, she won't. She's gonna beat you. She's not gonna kill you. Anywho, if you have a pump action or like a lever, or not a lever, sorry. Bolt action? A hammer. One the hammer hammers with the in the back. An external hammer. External hammer. Good lord, I can't word. Okay. In order to properly dis safely not fire that. Put your thumb on the hammer and hold it down. Then, pull the trigger and hold it. Slowly release the hammer forward. I, this is what I honestly do. I've made a little peg. Because you know how the hammer usually has a little hollow spot? Yeah. So I've actually put a peg in there and I hold it with two fingers on either side. That way I can control the hammer. Well, like here. It's just better for me to describe. So this one does not. But, like, all of my pistols do. So, this is a pump-action 22. Cock it back. You put your thumb on the hammer. Pull the trigger. Keep your thumb on the hammer. Slowly rock it forward to where it, it's up against the pin. And so it doesn't ignite the pin because you didn't slap it on there. Yeah, so once you slap it, then it discharges. Mm -hmm. But, just cocked it back. Hold it down. There you go. So, if I didn't do that, it would do this. Hey, you yelled at me last time I dry-fired this gun. Yeah, but it's a hundred and... Uh, whatever. It's fine. Your arm's a hundred and whatever. Yes. But, gun safety. Yeah, don't... It's, don't be stupid. Don't point it at anyone. Like, I've, I've done competition shooting. I've done... Uh, I've done lots of training with, like, people that work SWAT and whatever. 
and even doing that like when i go to the gun store and like they'll fucking they'll pop out the gun and unload it and it's pointing at you the entire fucking time it gives me a heart attack because it, all the training that i've gone through tells you not to tells me not to do that and even though i know they're unloading it and showing me that it's unloaded it still gives me like a what if it's not you know so like in shields whenever i'm playing with a gun and i'm wanting to look down the scope i always aim towards the animals in the ceiling like because i, I aim it at the little kids that drive me nuts <laughs> redacted <laughs> no uh but even though you know that they've got the trigger lock yeah you can't even access the, you can't even touch the damn trigger you can't cock it back it's but a, still it's the practice it's the practice it's the habit of not doing that i my kids they have toy guns they don't they're not even allowed to point that at each other nerf guns are different because you know it's a nerf gun we're going to shoot each other in the eye but like they've got a cap gun and they've got squirt guns that unless the gun is filled with water, you're not pointing that at people because you're teaching. I'm teaching them young gun discipline. Four firearm safety rules that everybody should know. The first one is treat every gun like it's loaded. Mm-hmm. And even if you know it's not, even if it's a toy gun, even if it's got the orange tip, I can paint an orange tip on my gun. Mm-hmm. You never know. Like, I remember I was like eight I had those old-fashioned cap guns that had the cap reel, you know? Yeah. I I took a screwdriver and pried the cap off because I wanted it to look like a real gun. And it looked like a... Pretty close to a real gun. It's a little bit smaller, but it looked pretty damn close. And it scared people. And I didn't realize because I was eight. But still, it scared people. Same with uh, Airsoft. You gotta be careful with Airsoft. <laughs> they're, getting, they're getting fancy now. I really, I love, here, I'll take it back. No. Give it back. No. Okay. No, uh, so, a long time ago. In the galaxy far, far away. I, I was with, um, some people from high school. We were playing and doing airsoft in the church parking lot. Oh, yeah. Well, a neighbor across the street called us, called it in, but they had good reason to, one of the, one of the, kids i didn't know he decided to go in the church building and play airsoft in there very nice yeah so i've been i was sat down by the cops and they were pissed did you get arrested no Ugh. but the kid that was with with us he was in our grade he's like i have the right i have the right to freedom of speech i have the freedom of speech i have the right to also remain silent but i have the freedom of speech I'm like shut the fuck up you sound like an idiot. <laughs> he was. I think he still is an idiot. What? Who is it? I ain't telling you. Damn it! I can tell you has a low IQ point, and he's. That's a lot of people we went to high school with. Yes. And a lot of people we hang out with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why they're our friend. That's what, because we feel smart <laughs> around them. Pat them on the head. It's okay. We understand your dis. Your uh, your uh. your issues. <clears throat> Cough, you're not disabled. <coughs> okay. Oh, I was going to go over the four firearm safety rules. Yeah, proceed. Continue. So, one, treat every gun like it's loaded, right? Uh-huh. Number two, never point your gun at anything you're not willing to shoot or destroy or pay for. Because, let's face it, you put a hole in the drywall. You have to pay for it. I ain't fixing, or I'm not going to fix it if you do it. I will if you pay me, but 
Number three is keep your finger off the trigger till you've made that conscious decision to fire. And number four is know your target and the backstop. Because bullets go through people if it's not a hollow point. Even still, some hollow points go through people. Rarely, depending on where you hit them. But So if you're shooting at someone, if you have reason to, legal reason to, not just because, you know, he cheated or whatever. But if you find yourself in that situation where you have to shoot at someone, make sure that there's no one behind them. And make sure that there's no house behind them. Or, you know, like, be smart about it. Ooh, here's a good one to add to that. And if you do happen to want to shoot your whatever, just know if you do end up hurting somebody or hurting something, the police can, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they can confiscate your pistol until further notice. They will. Regardless. They will. Regardless. If, even if you don't hit someone and it's fired in a neighborhood it's, most likely it's it's evidence so they're gonna take it investigation mm-hmm yep. if you if you just have an accidental discharge you'll get your gun back and they'll tell you to stop being an idiot but if you shoot in the direction of someone that's aggravated assault and or attempted murder and then you also gotta think about huh do i want to spend several months going to court oh do i have to spend several do you want to spend time in jail or write a whole statement I don't want to write a statement. We went to, that was what college was for in high school. <laughs> I, don't, I don't write good. <laughs> it's okay. We prefer double space type. Double space, triple space, double spaced. Okay, Miss Samples. By the way, Miss Samples, you're kind of, you're an asshole. <laughs> Ain't is a word. <laughs> if, if you ever listen to this. Fuck. Am I tipping? Yeah, you're tipping. Jesus, I almost fell on my ass. <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, what else? Oh, the theory behind 22s. They, I don't know if I've heard this one. They bounce in your body. They can. They can. They hit your bone and ding, 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 ding. So actually, the 22 long rifle, not the 22 magnum, the 22 long rifle. LR. LR. Long rifle. Forgive me, <laughs> oh master. Um... It has enough velocity to get into your body, but not to get out. So, that theory and myth is actually true. If you shoot someone in the head with a twenty-two, it does more damage than if you shoot them with a nine. Interesting. Because it makes your brain slushy. I heard, I've also heard stories where if it hit, there's been one guy that got hit in the head, and mm -hmm. it didn't go. It just hit his. That, that happens. Off the skull. That happens where it'll get lodged in your in between your skin and your skull. That happens. <laughs> the twenty two. The skull is thick, so if you're sh shooting someone in the face with twenty two, you got to hit him in like the eye or something, or it's not gonna go in. So, when you take your concealed carry class, which I highly recommend you do because you learn a lot. I take mine at Doug Shooting Sports on forty seven hundred South Redwood Road. Keith is a fantastic instructor. He's actually certified on a national level to teach concealed carry class. He knows his shit. That's where I went. Good job, Keith. Thank you, Keith. I don't know. His Keith. signature is on my concealed carry card. Uh, I forgot what I was going to sorry, say. Sorry, I interrupted you again. That's my fault. Oh, yes. The minimum the minimum they recommend you to have if you're going to do a concealed carry is a 380 and nothing less. I would recommend to not have a 380 because they are not accurate for shit. 
And they're kind of well. I don't the know bullets, they're, they're the, like the whole thing is kind of expensive. Like the cartridge is kind of expensive. Fine. Do you want to touch the microphone? Touch the microphone. I'll touch it after. Here, I'll help you. Oh, they mad. <laughs> um, uh, I carry a variety of calibers. I carry a thirty-eight special. I carry a three eighty, a twenty-two magnum, a nine millimeter. 357 so and a 45 so do you personally recommend people to carry a 22 not a 22 long rifle why because um it's a great cheap caliber to shoot around and plink and practice but in order to do serious damage you're gonna have to put a lot of bullets into someone you're gonna have to pull that trigger more times than you want to in order to stop a threat. That's why I suggest 9mm, it's the most common caliber. And one, maybe two bullets, depending on the size of the person. Sometimes three, depending. I mean, we do live in America. Um, there are large people. <laughs> Go for the 45. But, but sometimes, you, I mean, you're going to have to use more than three. Sometimes. But if you shoot them in the right spot, it'll drop them and it'll stop them. With a 22, that person may not even feel it until their heart stops. I kind of wonder with fat people, does it just kind of make them more jiggly? Yeah, it like, you, you've seen Flubber, where it just kind of like the <laughs> shockwave. <laughs> you see the freaking... It's like watching the ocean on a high tide. No, there's actually, uh, I don't remember this where or how long ago, but there's a story where this one guy uh, got shot in his home during a robbery. And, well, it became a robbery because they shot him. And, um... He was so fat that it actually the the bullet got lodged into his fat and stopped it. The only good reason to be fat. I know. Just start poking on pounds. Just kidding. Yeah, my condo I'm I'm kidding, fat people. <laughs> Don't get fat. Get skinny. Don't get mad. Get glad. You'll live a longer life. May not be happier, but you'll be alive longer. Well, some people can't help it. Like, I get it. Anyway, sorry, not. All right. Well, we're running. We're running short on time here. So, before we get going, I like to ask my guests what is their favorite local restaurant, or three favorite mm. local restaurants. I well, like. they just changed their name. The Pho Place. Did you know that? Oh, Fabian Ho. Yeah, they just changed their name to something Vietnam Bowl or whatever. Oh. Anyways, 90th South, fifteen hundred West. It's a Vietnamese place that they serve pho, and it's fantastic. Used to go there for all my birthdays. I go there all the time. You should go to you and I kitchen. You and I, where are we going? You and I. <laughs> Where's that? Uh, so you know where the DI is? The DI. Which DI? Redwood, Redwood, and seventy-eight. Uh, seventy. Yeah, I think it's seventy-eight or seventy-two. Seventy-two. Seventy-eight. Yeah, it's like seventy-six. It's closer to seventy-eight. Anyways, no, it's seventy-two. No, it's not. Yes, it seventy-eight. No. no, Harbor Freight's on seventy-two. That's where it is. There's DI and Harbor Freight. Anyways. Anyways, it's right there. It, it, the pho is so much better. Really? Yes. I started going there. And they have a garlic beef fried rice. Is it cheaper? Yes. No. Yes. Yes, yes. I also like at Fubbing Ho, it's got the fresh sprinkles. <coughs> and they're fantastic. Did they have fresh spring rolls? Yes. Then I'm down. So... I like this place a whole lot more because the owner is actually really... Yeah, but the lady knows my name. Did they switch? But they always switch out. Okay, that is no, true. No, it's the old lady. 
Is she the Thai, uh, Thailand lady? Mm-hmm. Taiwanese lady? Mm-hmm. Oh, I miss she her. She knows my name. Every time, because I'll call the order in, and then I'll give her my name, and she goes, oh, okay, I'll see you soon. <laughs> uh, she's such a nice lady. I do miss her, if we're talking about the same lady. We are. Okay, so Father Fabian Hoa is your favorite Let's restaurant. Let's see. Other ones I like. So, other places I like to eat. Uh, I love Chipotle. Chipotle your life? Mm-hmm. Chipotle is my life. Would you believe me if I've never been there before? Uh, it's okay. I hadn't been there until like six months ago. Okay. And it's just, it's taking over my life. Like, I'm not even kidding. I went there, so my friends took me out when I left my last job. They took me out to Chipotle because I'd never been. And then we, me and my wife, went like three times a week for a while. It's so damn good. You would like it. You like Cafe Rio? Yeah. Better than Cafe Rio. You'll like Chipotle. Uh, I personally like Costa Vida more well, than Cafe Rio. Better than Costa Vida, because Costa Vida sucks. Okay. Um, I just love... I also love Panda. Panda's good. I love that fake Chinese food. I call it Gold Rush food. It's funny. None of my favorite restaurants are American. Wait. Viet... No. Fabian Ho is... Well... It's Vietnamese food. I'm it's saying Vietnamese. it's not American food. But Panda Express is American. No, it's Chinese. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no. It's Americanized no. Chinese no, run no, by no. Mexicans. No. Fair. <laughs> no. I'm saying it's not like pizza. Well, that's Italian. Do we even have food other than cheeseburger? No, actually, technically, cheeseburgers are not. Uh, well, cheeseburgers are not really American. Well, the. So. Did we invent anything? We did. We invented a lot. What did we invent? What kind of food did we the, invent? The the thing is, all Milk. those foods, all those foods you mentioned, yes, because America is a mixing bowl. You're a, a boiling bowl. pot. Sorry. So you have Italian American, you have Russian American, you have Chinese. American. Yeah, but I'm saying like we didn't. Chinese American food was American because of the gold rush. Chinese were not allowed to own gold during the gold rush. If they were, they were hung by their hair. Fun fact. But is that why they had to have the ponytail? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, there's there's more um, cultural to it. Anyways, so what they ended up doing, the Chinese, is they started to set up food stalls on the railroad. So when people are ready for lunch or ready for dinner, they went and spent their money and gold to the Chinese restaurants that were on the road. Huh. So interesting. Um, so it's a combination of Chinese American, but more Americanized than anything. Hmm. I think pizza. Pizza's Italian. So the uh, fun fun fact about hamburgers, though. German German Hamburg. So it is kind of German, but the origin of hamburgers, or uh, ground beef, is uh, Mongolian. Really. Yep. I just like. Asian food. Hoo-ha. I've been hoo-ha. Uh-uh. We're going to go on a you double been, date. You've been to Cut Bop? Yeah, I don't like their advertisements, though. Uh, it was good. It's not worth the money, my personal opinion. I kind of agree their food is a little slimy. No, not, not that. It's just they don't give you enough for what they charge. That's my opinion. Yeah. And you get hungry like 10 minutes after you eat it. My, I hate their advertisements because it always revolves around, like, poop. It's just, like, this gross. They're always making like a poopy face with, with their advertisements, and they're like, "Shh, just eat." And like, 
like this is gross i don't I've really want to think i've never it. seen a cup pop advertisement but i'll take your word for it yeah i don't i don't like their advertising man you need to go to who hot okay we're gonna go on a double date okay take yeah we're gonna go on a double take date. the missus yeah okay yeah okay anywho sorry this is all about guns thank you for talking about guns it's been about guns and everything else so thank you for listening i guess thank you biden administration Thank you for choosing Carl's Jr. <laughs> I miss their bikini commercials. Uh, and Arby's commercials, too. We have the meats. I'll bet you do. Okay. All right. Anywho, thank you for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. This has been fun. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. No, I'm no, out of here, no, bitch. No, 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 I'm so glad that you came. Okay. Okay. If you really wanted me to kick me out, you wouldn't have let me talk for two hours. Fair. Anywho, thank you for coming. Now get out. <laughs> bye, everybody. You gonna say bye? Say bye. Bye. Goddamn.